We're at the Hillside Festival. It's now Saturday afternoon, having a fabulous time. I've just bumped into Martin Harley, who's one of the performers at Hillside this year. Now, Martin Harley is an artist I have huge respect for. Fabulous guitarist, uh, produced a couple of great albums live at Southern Ground, and his most recent, Static in the Wires, which was one of my favorite albums of 2017. Truth be told, I've been hoping for an interview for a while. We did talk about it earlier in the year, unfortunately, because of uh, Martin's touring arrangements. We never managed to get it done, but now we can. Martin Harley for Folk Roots Radio at Hillside. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. I'm feeling very welcome, so thank you for having me. Well, I, you know, I've been a great fan of your music for a long time. The two albums that you made were with uh, Daniel Kimbrough on bass. Now, he's not with you, and I think... Uh, you do play some shows together, but inevitably there's touring that you'll do where you just do it as a solo artist. Yeah, I, I tour a lot alone because of the pure simplicity of it. I toured with the band for around about 10 years. I made five albums with the Martin Harley band. And then, um, yeah, coinciding with the time that I had children, I just decided to go it alone for a little while. I'd, uh, I'd got a deal in America, and so I went to make Mojo Fix in America, which is really quite a solo project I came out of that wanting to get back to something very simple and rootsy I bumped into Daniel Kimbrough at a hippie music festival in Tennessee and we hit it off um, yeah, he jumped on stage and started playing with me um, in a fairly impromptu manner and um, I just really loved how we connected and how it worked and so uh, a month or so after that we made Live at Southern Ground which is made in an afternoon made in four or five hours so. And that's one of the remarkable things about that album because, and you know, now with the way that recording techniques have changed, it's really easy for people to produce great stuff really quickly. But when you listen to that album, you don't get that feel that it's something that you know was created just almost through, almost through serendipity. You know, with everything coming together, you get to the studio to make it. Well, I think one of, one of the advantages and disadvantages of uh, the development of technology and music software is that you can make a record at home, but you can also edit and chop and move and quantize and, 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 and do those things. Um, and for, for me, it's about the right space and the right person and capturing the right moment and, and not making it too clean. It's the bumps, the clicks, the bangs and the mistakes that make things sound human to me. And it's very easy to edit out um, the, the humanity uh, and the human aspect of music so um, and I'm guilty of it too you know uh, I think as a musician who's been making music for 15 20 years now um, I just find myself drawn to the more organic the more real stuff I just nothing has to be perfect I just don't want it to have the life rinsed out of it um, but, you know, uh, Static in the Wires is, is, is a development on that sound and a development on, in the relationship between Daniel and I. Um, and I really enjoyed that. Simply recorded. The bulk of it was really done in two days. We got set up and sounded good. We, we actually recorded the whole record acoustically, just Daniel and I, before we added any other component parts to it. So we had that covered and then we just brought in different people. Derek Nixon turned up to play drums and he was... Um, you know, he sounded so good and he was so sympathetic to the, the songs and so simple with all the things in the right place. He, uh, he ended up playing on, I think, six of the songs, five or six of the songs, and all that was done in the morning. And I really enjoyed the, the speed and the natural nature of, of, of how that came together. I think Jerry Douglas played with you as well, is yeah, that right? Yeah, it was really kind of him. Um, Daniel and Jerry know each other. Um, 
Daniel started playing in the Jerry Douglas band, um, uh, as well as playing with a bunch of other people. And uh, yeah, we got introduced. And um, you know, Daniel asked a question when we were in the recording process whether Jerry would be willing to come in and, and, and throw some music down, and uh, and he did. So how would you describe your music? I mean, you mentioned you moved in a rootsy style. I mean, there is really a stripped-down feel to the music that you've been producing with Daniel, but you're here at Hillside, you're playing solo. You, you do a lot of um, lap steel, don't you? Yeah, the, the instrument I play, it's like a lap steel, an acoustic version of a lap steel. It's called a Weizenborn. It's a traditional Hawaiian guitar, so it sits across your lap. It has hollow chamber all the way down the neck, and the body is, is hollow. Um, it's tuned to an open tuning so yeah it's like an acoustic lap steel or a pedal steel or a dobro but without the resonator so it's a little warmer sounding um, what I like about that instrument is that it has a rich bass end a very clear treble end and so if you are playing solo it, it kind of has everything it's quite orchestral in its um, you know in its, in its general sound and it's just got a little bit more than a regular guitar for me um, the fact that I'm playing it with a metal bar um, to create the notes gives it quite a human quality in the same way that a human voice has a vibrato to it when it sings. Um, when you're making the note with the slide, you have a natural vibrato too. Um, and I really like that. It's a very, um, it's a very vocal sounding instrument. Do you find um, from the songwriting point of view, I mean, is that something that's really quite natural for you? Uh, are you always, you know, working on new stuff, particularly when I'm thinking when you're on the road, you know, appearing, appearing at places like Hillside? Uh, is this all fertile ground to, to come up with new material? No, <laughs> I think it's the simple answer. Um, I'd like it to be, uh, but it's been the last 15, 20 years of my life is a lot of time in cars, buses, planes and, um, you know, jet lag and all the things that come come with that. And it's, the best part about festivals and the fertile nature of that is seeing other people gathering new ideas from, from bands you haven't seen. So it's very productive in that, in that way. Um, but no, you know, getting to the airport, being on a plane, getting here, driving from here, getting to the hotel, checking in, coming to the festival, not much is really happening there. You know, you're meeting other people who have transient lifestyles. You end up chewing the shit about, you know, just what's happening, you know, what's happening with bands, what's happening with travel, catching up with old friends. Um, so I don't find myself sitting in the hotel in the evening going, yeah, I've got something to say about today and that's going to become a song. Um, I'm more likely to write a song if I go to the laundrette and, um, you know, hang out with the old ladies and or bus stops. Watch that machine. <laughs> Watch the machine going round. Yeah. For me, boredom is a very fertile, creative ground. Boredom is never underestimate the importance of boredom. Um, um, you know, it's hard. Sometimes I just get a really, uh, you know, a bug about something, or I get obsessed with a new form of slide guitar. Maybe it's uh, Indian slide guitar. Maybe I, I hear a record where someone's approached something in a different way, um, and and that really spurs me on to write music. Um, so Static and the Wires was very well received. I mentioned it was one of my favourite albums of 2017. Uh, when are we likely to see some new material from Martin Harley? Well, we, Daniel and I, um, finished up our last tour in a very wonderful, very beautiful venue called the Union Chapel in London, which is a functioning chapel, holds 900 people. 
and I've always wanted to play there since one of my heroes, uh, a guy called Kelly Joe Phelps, played there in the late 90s. I went along and it had a fairly strong impact on me and my musical direction and um, so it became a bucket list venue. So we played there and we filmed it all on, um, on, on broadcast cameras and multi-tracked the evening. So the next thing that will most likely come out is the full video, full DVD of that, um, which has some of Daniel's songs on it that he's never released. And after that, there'll be a new album from me in 2019. Probably going to be a Martin Harley record, not, an, not a Martin Harley and Daniel Kimbrough record. Daniel wants to make his own record, so it's likely that we'll be touring October, November 2019 with two separate records but playing together. So, um, yeah. So you're at Hillside. Um, have you got many other shows while you're over this time? I have one workshop tomorrow morning. This was just an in and out. I'm catching up with a good friend of mine, Sam Lewis, out of Nashville who's one of my favorite songwriters who, uh, when he doesn't have anything on, comes and hangs out, helps me out. And, um, you know, we just catch up. So I hope it won't be too long before we see you back over here. I am certainly hoping to come back for the festival season, 2019. That would have been three years since I came here in 2016 and did, uh, you know, Winnipeg, Edmonton, Vancouver, Calgary, Calmore. Calmore, I did them all. Um, in 2016 so hopefully three years is enough time that those guys will be interested in having me back and therefore uh, yeah hopefully it won't be too long hopefully uh, festival season next year I'll be here that's wonderful if people want to learn more about your music how can they do that the good old fashioned interweb yeah martinharley.com you know Instagram Facebook all those all those things that's wonderful we only have one thing left to do and that's choose the next piece of music to play what is it going to be Ooh, of mine absolutely I'm going to go for gold off uh, Static in the Wires just because it wasn't a song in the two days preceding recording it. It was just an idea and Daniel and I just sat around and and, uh, and flashed out in Sam Lewis's house in Nashville. We just thought, let's see what we can do. And it's one of those magical things that very much came together in the studio on the day that very nearly could have been nothing. But um, just a little bit of positive thinking and a little bit of effort um, turned it into something as opposed to nothing. So, uh, yeah, let's go with gold. This is Martin Harley with gold from his wonderful 2017 album, Starting in the Wires. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio at the Hillside Festival. And I'm John Hall. And thanks again. Oh, and by the way, we're lying on cushions in the sanctuary at Hillside. What a cool place to do interviews. <laughs> That's why I sound so relaxed. I've just been massaged by the wonderful volunteers here. Yeah, that wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) But they look after people at uh, Canadian festivals very well, and uh, I think the rest of the world could take um, a a page out of their book. That's great. Thanks again. Thanks for having me. He's in the gutter, broke down, shut up. Cigarette burns on the couch There's a rat in the kitchen The dog's still itching And God's on the couch You can wait for me by the willow tree Until the sun turns back I can't feed it coming on Like a shiver up and down my back It's dead Oh
stairs, rain running off the roof. My mind's elation, there's no relation to lukewarm gospel truth. So don't pray for me and don't wait for me. I won't be here when you call. I can't be the coming on like footsteps down. It's dead. Oh.